Good morning or afternoon or evening or whenever you're listening to this. Welcome or welcome back to the kingdom. Girl, you got me it's Saturday, March 4th. So if you're listening to this, the day that I post this, you know, since it is the day after I recorded this. So hear me out. Distract distract whoa the structure sometimes my Ghanaian accent comes out too much more than I'd like the structure of the podcast I think I'm going to explain everything so that you guys understand what I'm doing moving forward and we're not confused oh I also created the podcast page again (laughs) because um I I'm a bit indecisive sometimes. Sometimes I think I know what I want and then it turns out that's not what I wanted. And, you know, I make rash decisions like delete a whole Instagram page instead of, you know, deactivating it for if I want it to come back. Like sometimes if something isn't obliterated out of existence, I won't feel good. So when I make up my mind that I don't want something, I like, I just... (laughs) I just need it gone so I was in a mood where I was like I need this podcast Instagram gone because like managing two Instagrams is too much so I deleted it completely out of existence instead of just like maybe deactivating it so that I could come back to it I deleted it long story short I realized that podcast pages are important so that I can post snippets on there without disrupting the flow of my main page and like keep you guys involved in the whole process without it feeling like too much of my personal because low-key my personal is starting to become a podcast page which is what I wanted I kind of wanted like a seamless flow of things but I think for reels and stuff I need a podcast page so I created it again I was I created it like last week but I was too embarrassed to say that I created it again because (laughs) um I already was like I'm deleting it and then I created it again so it's just like this wishy-washiness of my entire social media career has got to go. I know you guys see some growth in me when it comes to consistency, especially on the podcast. But, um, you know, it's just been wishy-washy a lot. And I, I need it to end. So, you know, next time I'm making big decisions like that, I need to think about what i'm doing before i do them anyway the podcast page is back it's at wttk podcast on instagram and i don't know maybe i should make a tiktok too i'm not sure but maybe i'll have to um yeah i think i'll have to i just got a vision of me having a podcast tiktok page that is so cute so what is this episode what is this bonus episode so I post once a week on Mondays. Sometimes I will miss a Monday and it'll be like a Wednesday instead or a Tuesday. But I am going to be 99% sure that I'm, I, I post on Mondays once a week on Mondays. So four episodes a week. But I want to do one bonus episode the last Friday of every month where I do a community episode. I love, um, I love a couple podcasts. (laughs) That was a weird sentence. But there are some podcasts that I genuinely enjoy. And they have these sort of bonus community episodes. One um, podcast that I like that does this is the What We Said podcast. So I took a little like inspo from them. And I'm like, hmm, what if we did like a little podcast community episode, like a bonus episode each month? So that's what I decided on. This episode is going to consist of me reading what people are welcoming and exiling out of their kingdoms, what you guys are welcoming and exiling out of your kingdoms this March. And I posted on Instagram and you, a bunch of you responded, so thank you so much. So we're going to read them and see what's going on in y'all's lives. And then every bonus episode, I'm going to have a Google Forms link where I post a prompt and you guys are going to send in some things based on the prompt. I posted this last week and I got five responses. 
Woo! <laughs> I'm so happy. So I'm going to read all of them since it's only just five. And it was a, it's kind of a heavy prompt for like my first bonus episode. So I'm very, very appreciative of everyone who like responded because it was kind of a heavy prompt. But I, I'm excited to read your stories. So I'm just going to read like, you know, I'm going to give like, you know, tell me a time, blah, blah, happened. Tell me about this. Sometimes it would be like, what are your current dilemmas? And I will answer them. So this is fun. I'm excited. I'm excited for this segment of the podcast. And yeah, love you. Let's get right into what you guys are welcoming and exiling. Let's start with what is, hmm, let's start with what is out. What is out of our kingdoms this month? complaining about school (laughs) interesting someone said my lack of discipline i thoroughly thoroughly agree with that a couple people said procrastinating procrastination the act of procrastinating just procrastinating lots of procrastinating unforgiveness imposter syndrome and confusion says one user (laughs) Another, listening to what society dictates how a feminine woman is or should be. That is a very good one. I struggled a lot with the idea of femininity. I feel like I'm confident in my femininity now. (laughs) It's such a hard word for me to say. But I feel like I'm confident in like my feminine energy now. But the act of being feminine was something that was very hard for me earlier on. Like, Honestly, before I found Christ, like, femininity was weird. It was like, I wanted to actively disobey it. I didn't like it. I thought it was rules. I thought it was like, no one should tell me how to behave and like all these like lady things. And I'm just like, no. And I I didn't feel girly at all also, which like led into a lot of like questioning about like my sexuality, honestly. (laughs) And like... Um, do I even like boys like you know what I mean because I felt very masculine but um, I think when you know who created you and you know how he created you it's easy to mold into who he's made you to be when you understand why he made you that way so I leaned a lot into my fem into my femininity when I you know was started like getting closer to god and maybe one day i'll do like a feminine episode (laughs) how do you bask in your feminine energy i think i'm still getting there but i feel definitely more confident in my body what i look like how i move how i flow everything about me right now feels very soft and girly and womanly and i like it (laughs) so yeah but definitely not listening to what society dictates how a feminine woman is because you can express your femininity in many, many different ways and it doesn't just have to look like one thing. We are exiling negative self-talk, worry, jumping to conclusions makes me overthink and stress so many things, condemnation, that is a big one, condemnation, very often I feel like I'm not doing enough or I'm not pleasing god enough so condemnation (laughs) um becoming easily overwhelmed i feel like that's something that you can't say that i'm exiling though like i'm exiling getting overwhelmed easily (laughs) like um no shade i feel like that's hard i feel like if you're easily overwhelmed that's not something that you can control can you I mean, if you can and you can get rid of that, that's amazing. But definitely don't beat yourself up for it if you find that you are still getting overwhelmed easily. Like, I feel like that's something that you, I don't know, you would need to manage what's on your plate a little bit more. Maybe take deep breaths, practice like, I don't know, meditating, being still, praying, but I think getting easily overwhelmed, I 
feel like that's not something that you can easily just say, I'm getting rid of that this month. <laughs> I think that's super hard. So don't feel bad if you find that it's challenging. But hey, if you find that it's that's easy and you can just easily say, nope, this month I'm not getting easily overwhelmed. You could probably easily just say that and it'll work. I'm rooting for you in whatever, whichever way it goes. I'm so sad. I'm sorry. I feel like she just told me what she's exiling and I'm like, you can't exile that. You can. It just sounds very hard and it sounds like you may be putting too much pressure on yourself. But, you know. Okay, we're exiling. Laziness. <laughs> Fear. Bad attitude. Someone said code switching, which is a very heavy one. Um code switching <laughs> Afrobeats negative people and energy that don't want me to succeed distractions and self-sabotage people pleasing laziness or slothfulness unnecessary television shows that don't help me grow my faith <laughs> this one's a good one because I consume a lot of trash TV honestly I, I actually that is a very, very false statement. I don't consume a lot of trash TV. I used to. I have been watching Abbott Elementary. I don't think that's trash TV, but I also don't think that grows my faith any more than it, you know, it doesn't grow my faith or anything. But it's just like a nice, fun television show that I watch to relax myself. Um, I also haven't watched this winter season of Love Island. I really... I like the summer ones better because like the summer ones, no one's, you know, I don't know. It's summer. I was going to say no one's in school, but I'm like, wait, I'm not even going to be in school regardless. Like I'm still going to be whatever. You know what I mean? I like the summer Love Island seasons better, but I've been keeping up with the winter ones on Twitter and it's very, um, <laughs> it's very funny. I don't like the characters on there, not characters, these are real people. I don't like them, though. Um, exiling. Being hard on myself. Overextending myself. Disobedience to God. Making excuses for why I can't do something. Wahalar. <laughs> Same. Unedifying speech. I can agree with you on that one. Recently, I've been finding myself, like, very easy to swear i've stopped cussing a while ago i used to cuss all the time but i stopped cussing because now when i hear someone cuss like it kind of like sends a bit of chills down my spine but recently i've been finding that i'm like letting a one or two slip and slide in my conversations very easily and i'm like where is this coming from like I didn't use to. I stopped talking like this a while ago, but now it's coming back. So I need to beware of that and also exile unedifying speech. Okay, more things that are out of our kingdoms are secular music, doubt and worry, lack of peace, staying up late, missing my quiet time and going on socials first thing. Another person said, not attending work slash school, not waking up early, and going on socials in the morning. <laughs> going on socials in the morning is something that I fight. It's a battle. You should see me in the morning. I'm at war with myself about socials. I just can't. I can't put my phone down. Like I'll be in the middle of a verse, and I'm just like instinct to pick up my phone and just go on Instagram for like, just, I'm like, my brain's just like, oh, just go on it for one second. I'm like, why? I'm in the middle of this Bible verse, you know? It just makes no sense, like, and my body will listen to my brain. So then I see, I find myself picking up my phone. I haven't even finished the chapter of the Bible I'm reading. And I'm like 30 minutes deep on my phone and I, I'm like, oh, shoot. I look at the time, I'm like, wait, I was reading my Bible. Then I put my phone down, go back, and then shortly after, pick it up again. So I feel you on that. If I find solutions, because I'm going to be actively working on this, if I find anything or tips that help me, I will let you all know. But 
right now it's been um a bit of a struggle also i apologize because i feel like my energy is a bit down in this episode um (laughs) this is the first day without a job in new york city um I'm going to make an episode on this, but I quit my job yesterday, Friday, the third was my last day. My last day was supposed to be the sixth. Um, <laughs> and my boss told everybody it was the third. So I was like, all right, I'll go with it. I don't want to be here one more day. But yeah, I, my last day was the third. <sighs> I really felt, and I'll get into this in the episode I talk about, you know, the decision to like leave my fashion PR job. Um, I want to say it was not an easy decision, but it was the easiest decision I've ever made in my entire life. I've been working since September over there and it had been really the tough, one of the toughest periods or seasons in my life. And I chalked it up to just like living in New York city and like New York City being so hard, but I mean, that was part of my experience living in New York City was this job. I started working as soon as I moved. So that job was an integral part of my transition into New York City. So it, there was a lot weighing on it. And I was there 40 hours a week, Monday to Friday. I really only had the weekends to myself. And I mean, that's how a job works, but it was hard. It was a very, very tough job. And I endured a lot. (laughs) I'm a survivor. And I'm sure if you go and you ask people who were working with me, they might give you a completely different scenario of what went down. But I was in an office where... I felt like I wasn't liked by my managers, my employer. I was not liked. It was very evident to me, to some of my coworkers, the people on like the same level as me. It was evident to everyone around me. It was evident to my parents, my boyfriend, my friends, my roommate, that these people just didn't like me. and, And I felt like I was constantly being like, belittled or just wanted to be made small it felt like people were always trying to humble me which was weird because I came into this this job with no sense of self-aggrandizement is that the word maybe that's not the word but you know what I'm saying I, I didn't come into this job with any pride or ego I really didn't I I I can confidently say that I didn't. I was there to learn. I was I was fascinated by the corporate side of the industry. And I felt like I was being bullied. And I, I genuinely can say that I was bullied, I feel. I feel like I was bullied. I feel like I was bullied. Um, that's really all I can say. I felt like I felt like I was being punished a lot for for things, random things. And the first three months were really bad. I started to speak up for myself. And when I started to speak up for myself, I think it got worse because you are a dark-skinned girl, the only dark-skinned black girl in the office. Um, And it's also an office of eight people, so it's a very small company. And you are a black girl who's standing up for themselves. And that is threatening I was also a black girl who was confident in herself, unashamed of my faith, genuinely joyous all the time, regardless of how I was being treated. And I feel like they just couldn't tame me. (laughs) I couldn't be tamed. And it got really bad to the point that my boss herself sat me down and literally told me that I should quit literally told me that I should quit but she knew that she had no right reason to fire me because then like there's no reason to fire me and I didn't do anything wrong I I, like there was really no reason to fire me and I, I might I will go into details maybe um 
in next week's episode <laughs> the first episode of march um but i say all that to say i don't want to say to give away too much but i i'm feeling a bit down because it's my first day without a job and i'm kind of scared about my future <laughs> Ooh, oh, i didn't okay i'm okay i'm a bit scared i who um so yeah i've just been kind of in a mood today because you know i'm not going to work on monday i i'm gonna be here and i i know what i feel like i know what god wants me to do and i feel like i know what i want to do but um it's scary and i also i feel like i keep facing rejection and kind of like the area that i'm trying to go into and it's um it it hasn't been easy it hasn't been an easy journey up until this point i feel like for the past 6 months Okay, this is a bonus episode. This is supposed to be a good community episode. But for the past six months, I've like, my experience of New York City has been a bit tainted because I literally cried at least two or three times a week at this job when I started. And it was never, ever because of the workload. It was always because of what someone said to me. And it was frustrating um and I know I'm not like I know maybe I cry easily but I knew I wasn't the problem and I knew I wasn't a crybaby when my coworkers were also crying the same amount as me so like I just knew and when I mean coworkers I mean like the people on the same level as me because there was like a hierarchy to the job so the people on the same level as me was me and two other girls and then like five people above and I think the people above are not as kind as they think they are um at all so it was very tough and i tried to make the best of it you know i would go in and like uh get dressed and look my best and you know put on a put on a brave face and it was unenjoyable. It became unbearable really um, recently. And I I got COVID twice and I just felt like that was kind of a sign from God that he just didn't want me there. So um, after my boss told me to quit in December, ever since then, every time, and like I didn't want to quit because why would you tell me to like basic like she didn't say you need to quit but she had a conversation with me that was kind of just like hinting at that you know and like in summary it was like we think you should leave but you know you make that decision yourself but I'm just gonna plant this idea that you should leave in your head and ever since then like going into the office was just pointless for me because it felt like what am I doing here but I also like I don't know if I can just quit and just have no job like I was I started looking for other jobs but like you know it was hard to find this one in the first place so you know all that stuff safe to say I say that all to say that I feel like my energy had been down this episode because I tried to just like brush over how I've been feeling and I I I feel like I'm very happy that I am not at this job anymore because it was really like not good to my wellness at all. I felt myself, I felt my light dimming every day. Um, And yeah, so I'm happy that I'm out. But today I'm just checking my emails. You know, I've been contacting a lot of brands, a lot of networks, just trying to make money from social media again like I used to and it's it's a bit harder because I stopped for a while, so it's a bit harder to get into the game. So I'm feeling a bit like defeated and just like a bit um 
a bit lost like is this gonna work out you know so yeah a lot of things to think about but (laughs) pray for me if you're listening to this and yeah (laughs) so i guess i can share what i'm exiling is my job my toxic job seriously and you know a lot of people like gen z we like to just say everything is toxic but i'm like i'm being so serious it really was and i think something about the fashion industry just lends itself to be this place where miserable people work (laughs) um and I don't know. I just couldn't take it. I really couldn't take it anymore. So, yes. (laughs) Now, what are we welcoming into the kingdom? I'm going to read you guys' responses. Consistency in my content production, Montse said. And that's a good one. That's a very good one. I feel that. Oh, she also started reading All About Love by Bell Hooks. I've heard a lot about that book. I don't know if I should read it because... I'm hearing mixed reviews. And also when something is being talked about a lot, I either pull a, I either pull away or or I pull closer. Or I, no, push away or I pull closer. And for some reason, All About Love by Bell Hooks, I have been pushing away from it. So I don't know. Steph said a clean room. Saying no consistency cooking homemade food that is very good kombucha Ooh, i bought kombucha earlier this morning completing my assignments ahead of time <laughs> saying yes to things and seeing where god takes it from there Ooh, i really like that i really like that not slanging anymore <laughs> what does that mean i'm very interested to hear about what slanging means is it like your vocabulary you don't want to slang why why not okay we're welcoming self-discipline no boyfriend damn um <laughs> damn sorry someone said boys i finally have a crush on a guy and it makes things more interesting true that um productivity and better time management a new wig install, God's peace, audio devotions, audio devotions. Another person said reading the Bible and audio. So two people are welcoming audio, audio versions of God's word. Interesting. Taking a moment every day to be in silence. Fasting social media slash entertainment. <laughs> I am fasting entertainment. I do not want to be entertained this whole week. Please stop. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Also, this person's username is hot. Okay, actually, maybe I shouldn't read it, but it's a funny username. It starts with hot dogs. Only what God wants for me. Amen. We're welcoming focus and self-discipline. Standing up to fear. Joy, love, and new opportunities. Khadija said, hopefully a new YouTube video of yours. Khadija, you will be getting a new YouTube video very soon. Rest. A bunch of people said rest and rest in God's peace, resting in the Lord. That's good. Soul care. Fasting. More house fire music. Apostle Joshua Selman, heavy on that one. A lot of faith. Ooh, that's what this episode is about. We're welcoming, Portia said, accountability. Ab said, unorthodox time with God. Cynthia said, being content with God alone and forgiveness. Clara said, peace. Joy said, staying hydrated and going to cute places to do work. Janaya or Jania said, God's protection and redirection. Nana said, growth. I'm really liking all of these. I am. Oh, Abena said cooking new healthy foods and being creative with recipes. Prayer. 
amazing those were all so good thank you for sending yours in as always i'm gonna post these again and read them in the next bonus episode so if you want your <laughs> if you want the things you're welcoming and exiling read on the bonus episode feel free to participate when i post them on my story okay <clears throat> let me take a sip of water before we get into today's stories hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dun dun dun! The prompt of today's, the prompt of February's bonus episode was tell me about a time that you stepped out in faith and it worked. I chose this prompt for you guys because I needed a bit of encouragement stepping out in faith and quitting my job. Um, it was a big decision. It was a scary decision because it was kind of like living in New York City, you need to pay rent, you need to survive. And um, quitting your job is like taking away the safety blanket that you have that like the safety blanket that says I can pay rent this month is that you have a job <laughs> and quitting your job is taking that safety blanket out away and essentially I was just taking the safety blanket away and or the safety net and just falling diving and hoping that God catches me so right now I'm just free falling I feel suspended in the air I feel like God is catching me but I also don't know where he's going to place me after he's caught me Maybe I'm just going to lay in his arms. I would really like that. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so I wanted to re hear you guys' stories about stepping out in faith selfishly to give myself some encouragement. But also, if you're listening and you didn't submit a response, um, maybe this gives you some encouragement as well. And maybe if you sent in a response and, you know, <laughs> you're okay with your story being shared you might also get some encouragement from other people's stories that I will share. So let's start with the first one. Actually, I don't know which one's the first one, but let's see. Okay, let's start with the smaller ones. Number one, someone said, nah, it's weird because stepping out in faith is my 2023 mantra. Finished school in December, took a one month break, took a leap of faith and applied for a job in late January, started one week later in February, just got paid, just paid tithe. God is good. Oh, I love that one. I also love the way you wrote it. It was just like, boom, boom, boom. Finished school in December, took a one month break, took a leap of faith and applied for a job in late January, started one week later in February, just got paid, just paid tithe. God is good. God is good indeed. I love that one. Thank you so much. Okay, next. So before I moved to Canada or even applied for my visa, I started packing my bags in faith. I didn't know if it was going to get approved or not, but I kept telling God that I trust him. And every day I would say, with faith, I have gotten my visa. And it happened. I got my visa and moved to Canada. Been here almost two years. I'm from Nigeria, by the way, and I love this podcast. Aw, wow, that is big faith that you started packing your bags even before you got the visa. Honestly, 
good for you. I am so happy that you got your visa and you moved to Canada. Canada seems like the a really, really chill place to live. I know a lot of people who are relocating from USA to Canada, which is interesting because I feel like it's always the other way around. But Canada just seems so like calm. It seems like like if if USA is New York, Canada seems like Boston. If you know Boston, just very chill, calm, a little bit sophisticated, but a little bit ghetto. It has everything, but it's quiet and small. That's what I think when I think of Canada. But congrats, that's amazing. See, I thought these next like two stories were the same person because it all has to do with travel. But I guess a lot of people's faith stories have to do with travel. So let's read the next one. She says, she or he, I live in Canada and has always been my dream to go to school in America just because of the big opportunities that America has has compared to Canada. I took the leap of faith to apply to three American universities and as God would have it, I got into all three and they gave significant scholarships. The reason I know that this is God's will is because I've only heard from one Canadian school, which is crazy because all my friends have heard back from all three of theirs. The school is Howard in D.C., and the amount of favor he showed when we went to visit a few weeks ago was unbelievable. I still have a significant portion to pay of the tuition, but I believe by faith it will all work out. God really has been in in this with me from the applications to now, and I don't know how it's going to work out, quite frankly, but I know that it will. Thanks for reading. I love you and this podcast so much. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I love you, too. I love you too. This is so good. Oh my gosh. Applying to scholarships when I was a senior was such, not scholarships, universities. It was such a big deal. Honestly, I wish I took more leaps of faith in my application process. I liked the school that I went to, but I feel like I could have done better. And I feel like I underestimated myself, I didn't believe in myself, and I just played it safe with all the schools that I applied to. But I wish I was more bold and had more faith and, you know, applied to more challenging ones. However, this isn't about me. This is about you guys and your testimony. I just, I'm saying that the process is always so, it was anxiety-inducing for me and... I am very, very happy that God has allowed you to go to to Howard. Howard is an amazing, amazing school, especially in the HBCU community. Like Howard is really like pristine. Um, it's a big deal. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to say. Howard is a big deal. So go you and see when God is in something like you said it just will align and will flow. Like you're saying, you heard back from all three American universities and only one Canadian school. Like sometimes when God is trying to redirect you, you will know clearly when there's resistance in one area and just movement and flow in another area. So that's a very good testimony and just a very good tip, like a a litmus test almost. When you are trying to see if something is from God or not like is there resistance is there am I forcing things or is it just flowing seamlessly and smoothly as if it was hmm what's the word aligned wow (laughs) congratulations I'm very very happy for you okay the next two are long stories so hear me out or hear them out I was an international student during college who had to pay tuition and board without any scholarships. The first year I went to college, I had no idea how my fees would be paid, but God gave me faith, as small as it was, to get on a plane and go to school anyway. And I say small because even as I was getting on that plane, I fully expected I would be back home by the end of the month. To make a long story short, by the time I was in my second semester, I still hadn't even paid 30% of my tuition was removed from my courses and reported to immigration. Wow. Waiting for them to revoke my visa at any point. Dang. 
And then God came through. He provided for me through extraordinary means, not just in my first year, but throughout my degree. And throughout the time, he strengthened my faith immensely. I was walking into classes, lectures, and around campus like a student, even when I was withdrawn from my course. I bumped into one of my professors who knew about my situation, and she commented later on that even in this super difficult situation, I had a huge smile on my face, basically unbothered, because God gave me peace that surpassed understanding. God gave me the craziest understanding of what it meant for him to be my provider, Jehovah Jireh, not just by eventually providing resources at the end of my course, but by helping me understand that his presence alone is more than enough when I had nothing. Wow. That's a big one. That's a good one. That's a good big one. What am I saying? I I'm very curious. I want to know how did he provide for you? Maybe I'm just nosy, but I'm like where did the money come from? <laughs> where did the money come from? But wow, like you were removed from your courses and reported to immigration. That is scary. And to walk around campus like you belong there, that is faith. That is the faith that we're talking about. Walking around campus like you have every right to be there because God said, whatever you bind on earth, I bind in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth, I lose in heaven. So if you're on earth and you are commanding, you're saying, I belong here, I'm going to school here, this is going to work out for me, whatever you say here, he will do in heaven. So that's the kind of faith that moves mountains, really. And that's very encouraging. And also having a smile on your face even when you it can feel like everything is going wrong is very very scary i had a story like this i actually told the story my very very first episode of welcome to the kingdom titled welcome to the kingdom i talked about how god miraculously paid my tuition I had nothing i didn't know where i was gonna get the money from my mom had nothing because she was in school at the time too and I basically, I went to a prayer night and I said, God, I don't know where this money is coming from. You do. So fix it. Because I don't know. <laughs> like, you put me here. So you fix it. Like, I literally I have exhausted all power and strength. I have nothing to, left to give. Like, you do it. And as soon as I said that prayer, like, I didn't even, like, pray really long. Like, God, please, I need tuition sometimes those prayers are good but i literally was talking to him like he was a friend and i was fed up i was like i don't know how to do this i don't know how to make money magically appear but you do so you do what you can't like do what i know you can and i said that and i felt instant relief i was like yep it's done it's settled and the next week i met i was hanging out with one of my friends and he ran into a family friend and the family friend was like, oh, hey, Baba, how are you? Got introduced. He's, she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm Susan. I work at UMass as well. I know that you go to UMass. I was like, yeah, I go to UMass. I was like, oh, where do you work? She's like, oh, financial aid. <laughs> God is so funny. Like, God is so funny. How am I hanging out with my friend? We run into his family friend, like, a woman that he knew since birth. And she's like, oh, hey, how are you? Who's your friend? She, he's like, oh, this is my friend Karen. She goes to UMass. Oh, hi, Karen. I work at UMass. Oh, where'd you work? Financial aid. <laughs> how? How? And then she looks at me. She's like, if you need anything, let me know. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Didn't think much of it. And then towards the end of the night, she because we were hanging out at like a, a dinner. She comes up to me again. She's like, no, seriously. She looks me in the eyes, grabs both of my hands, and she says, if you need anything, let me know. And I was like, oh, she's being so serious. 
And in that moment, it clicked. I was like, oh, God, that's you. So then I Google her name. She's the head of financial aid. How? So I emailed her. I'm like, so nice meeting you last night. Like, you said if I needed help, let you know. And I do need help. I send that email at like 8 p.m. 8 a.m. the next day, I hadn't even woken up yet when she responded and said, hey, yeah, I just awarded you some scholarships that covers your tuition. What? (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, go listen to my very first episode if you want to know, like, the whole story. But it was crazy, and God is amazing. All right, we have our last, our last stepping out in faith story. Um... (laughs) So th- <laughs> this is um this is funny because there's a whole discourse about like going to be a Beyonce concert as a Christian and all of this stuff. I'm going to read this story, but the first line kind of made me laugh. But, you know, God comes through for his children. She said, so I'm a huge SZA fan and I couldn't afford the tickets on Ticketmaster and was really bummed about not being able to see her live. Then the night before her concert, I saw a TikTok that showed people buying tickets the day of and still having a good time. So I texted my friend at 2 a.m. saying that we're going to go. I don't even know how that was going to happen, but I I convinced myself that I was going to go get tickets. My friend called the arena in the morning and they told her that all the tickets were sold out. She told me to drop it because we weren't going to get in. At this point, I don't know if I was more delusional or faithful because I still got ready and went to the arena. <laughs> I was not prepared for the story to be to get there. That's actually kind of hilarious. <laughs> At this point, I don't know if I was more delusional or faithful because I still got ready and went to the arena. That is the delusion. That is the level of delusion that I aspire to achieve. With no tickets, still getting ready and going to the arena is crazy. But okay, let's keep going. I got there two hours before doors opened and asked the lady in person if they had any more tickets and she told me that they were sold out. Something told me to just wait and see. So I got in line and waited and waited. I was praying almost the entire time I was in line. The weather was getting colder and it was raining on and off, but I still waited. Then disaster struck when the security guard told me they weren't allowing any bags inside. When on the website and on the door, it said they allow bags no bigger than five by seven. I had a small Mark Jacobs tote. I started to panic because I didn't drive and had nowhere to store my bag. I decided to ask the restaurant next door if they could hold it for me, and they said no. But the host, God bless him, told me to check with the security on the bottom level because they might. So I asked them and they said yes, and they held it for free, which was amazing. So I got back in line about half an hour later. My friend came and the doors opened. We immediately flew past security and went back to the box office because they were connected. We saw a line forming quickly and got in line for tickets, praying that they had some when we got there. So we finally got to the window to pay and she said they had floor seats available for $175. That's way cheaper than what they were going on for on Ticketmaster, so we quickly paid. Definitely one of the best nights of my life, and I'm so happy I had faith in God because I wouldn't have been able to experience her in concert. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, I genuinely loved this story. I love this story. I don't know why I said loved in past tense, like I just didn't read it two seconds ago. But I actually love this story because as... In the in the in the response, she said, "So sorry for the long post. It's almost done." But it's funny because I enjoy this way of telling the story and the long form post because it kind of paints the picture vividly. Like this is how I tell a story. If I have a story to tell, I'm giving you every single detail. So I really like this because then it paints a picture of the whole scene. Like it's raining. You don't even know if you're getting tickets. They said the tickets are sold out. Now your bag is a problem. You got to go drop your bags off. The guy's like, nope, no bags. Go downstairs. He keeps your bags, comes back. And SZA for 175 is crazy because my sister was looking for SZA tickets. She asked me to um, keep an eye out for her. 
to see if anyone was reselling tickets because the tickets were like $500. And my sister was like, I can only afford 200 and literally I can't find any tickets for less like 200 or around that area. So for 175 and it being floor seats is amazing. And sometimes like that is God <laughs> genuinely. I feel like I feel like God cares about what we care about. And he comes through for us when we like really genuinely depend on him, even if it's something as small as a scissor concert. Maybe it's not small to you, but like, you know, something just as as like fun and quirky as that he just pulls through because he's like he wants you to experience that because he knows that it means a lot to you so (laughs) i like that i think that's a funny story i saw a lot of um i saw a lot of stories and tiktoks of the sets and her performance and it generally looked like she put so much time and effort into the whole production of the concert so sounds like an amazing experience and i'm glad you got to have a good time <laughs> okay so that is all of the stepping in faith stories that i got next time that i do one of these um i would love for you guys to send in more responses because this was so fun reading and hearing all about you know times that you stepped in faith and it worked out that's amazing and definitely gave me encouragement and i hope that it gave everyone listening some encouragement as well also feel feel free to send me any prompt ideas like what do you want to hear in the next bonus episode what kind of stories do you want to hear about from fellow kingdom citizens (laughs) i love you thank you for listening I love you. I do. And I will talk to you in my next episode. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. Bye-bye. Girl, you got me automatic.